You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football fans, welcome to Morning Footy. We appreciate you starting your week off with us. And by us, I mean me, Susanna Collins, Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros. We've got Allie <laughs> Trost Martin in the house as well. Guys, how was your weekend? Charlie, how are you feeling? I'm this feeling, morning. I'm are you great. Are you energized? <laughs> Full of life? Yes. Let's talk about some soccer, yeah. shall we? How about Atlanta United handing Inter Miami a 5-2 loss? They've done I called what it. no other team in MLS has been able to do since Leo Messi arrived. And unfortunately for those 70,000-plus people at Mercedes-Benz mm. Stadium, Leo Messi was not in the house. They, they should be thankful. They got three points. They got three points. And they got points. some goals. Yes. Yeah, that's and what I called it. Did. That's why they paid $800 a ticket for, the three points. They sure did. But uh, I, I, we spoke it. about it on that's Friday, pretty. though. I think we all uh, uh, thought and assumed that Leo would make the trip, Play. especially yeah. after having sat out the Argentina match against Bolivia. Mm-hmm. And so on Friday, when all of a sudden it was like we saw we saw him still in Miami based on on – Social media, and then he Look was at, at his kids. son's academy game, and we're like, "Oh yeah, he is not making this trip to <laughs> Atlanta." That kid was like, and he's just, "No, no, no, that's not messy, right?" He's it, watching one, his No son. one's coming up to him, which is crazy. You have all these academy kids. Well, he just waved. Oh man! And he's like, imagine? "They're doing right the side eyes." But it's it's. Look at him. It's like don't don't Tata give a Martino, side eye. Tata Martino did leave it. He kind of was vague about it because he said that. Everyone's Leo, Leo and Jordi Alba were suffering from muscle fatigue, fatigue. which is entirely believable. He has played a ton of, of matches in a short period of time. But um, I think th- this, was, this was a massive three points for them. And this is against an Eastern Conference rival. And, and Atlanta United, were, the last time they played them in League's Cup, they got destroyed by this team. So there was, there was a lot of storylines in this one. And you just have to give credit to the way Gonzalo Pineda set this team up yep. to win. And, yes, no, no Leo Messi. The stars weren't there. But it was, it was a really, really convincing performance. It's also Tata Martino going back home where he won yeah. the last cup. You know, I think I assumed that that would be the reason why they'd win. You know, and uh, clearly that did not work out. No, but – you look at the way they were they were set up to play, and Brooks Lennon and Brooks Lennon had Caleb Wiley yeah. had great games mm-hmm. as outside backs, getting up and down, using their pace. Yedlin, I, I think, struggled at times throughout this game, just in completing passes and, and having to deal with Caleb Wiley, who was who was kept pushing him to the end line. And then we all know what how good Tiago Almada is when he gets into space. Just what a what a and top player. There was a lot of space in the game the other day because um, Inter-Miami grew tired 
and at points in that transition, there was lagoons. Lagoon. Uh, there there it was. But this time, this time, it. now I know you guys make fun of me when I use that term. No, but I love it. I love Thank it. you. Thank you. No, no, no. You've okay. coined it. It's this time we really saw distances between the midfield and the back line. And Atlanta was wreaking havoc on Miami. It, the game played into Atlanta's lap, especially after that flurry. There were a couple of people that had games to forget, and we've been so high on Kamal Miller because he's mm. been extraordinary he for Inter Miami. But and came to earth a little bit. Yeah, the other day oh. it was uh, it was pretty poor. And and Tomas Aviles. Tomas Aviles defending for Inter Miami. That's there was a little bit questionable the other day. I also have a little bit. Uh, some issues with the uh, VAR protocol and the assistant protocol in the first Atlanta okay. goal. But at the end of the day, when you score five goals and you're dwelling on one VAR that shouldn't have been but how called. But how, how, how do we not, not have goal line, goal line technology? That's what I don't understand. It's true. Especially when goal line technology was used on the internet, you could see that it would have been called offside. Yeah. Because it's really frustrating. Uh, and, then, and I want to give a shout-out to Leo Campana. Oh. That, that first goal was... To, to, to adjust so quickly, that shot from Dixon Arroyo off the crossbar, takes the chest, and with that next touch, to Ole Miles mm. Robinson and smash it home. That was a top, top class goal. And, you know, the, I he think celebrated. The ball hits the crossbar and he goes, <laughs> celebrating the goal, and then he has enough time to stop it, sombrerito Miles Robinson and finish. It was nasty. Yes, he's he has stepped up his game. Absolutely. Since Tata Martino I, has I come. I wonder where the Ecuador national team is in all of this, right? Or am I crazy? Am I hyping him up too much? At no, least no it, it, it will up. come. It will come. At least mm. get a camp call up. For yeah, sure. it, it will come. A call up will com come for him. At any rate, just a, a really, really big three points for Atlanta and, uh, yeah, well a, a, and a, a big three points lost for Inter-Miami and their push for So the funny, they were showing the table. When Inter-Miami's up, they show the table and everybody gets their oh, yep. hopes so high. And now you look at the table, the loss. I understand we get, not sidetracked, but just carried mm -hmm. away with the emotion. And it's very difficult to make the playoffs from the position yes, Inter-Miami is but in. but they're getting help. D.C. and Charlotte drew nil-nil. New York Red Bulls, which you called, and New York City FC drew nil-nil. So at the same time yeah. they took the L here, the other teams it wasn't a catastrophic did not, weekend. Did not yeah. push away from Inter-Miami. <sighs> yeah. Those results help for sure. Big time. Weeks. But is that honeymoon? Is that momentum over? You know, is that adrenaline rush? Nah, Messi's no, because Messi, Messi was not on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. If things are going to be just fine. Muscle I ain't fatigue. worried. All right, let's. Uh, what let's, we call the turf now? Let's move it along to <laughs> the Premier League, Smart. shall we? Let's. Can we chat about Tottenham? Yeah. Sheffield, two stoppage time goals and a come from behind win. Ange Postacoglu and Tottenham are flying. They are now sitting, I believe, in second in the standings after this. Mm -hmm. And, and the North London Derby's coming up. It has just been. I mean, the. Oh, Kulasevsky. What? What a golazo. Finish to this game and for. For Charleston to score the game winner after the week that he had and coming out about the struggles that he's had with, with mental health. It was so cool. These are some amazing scenes from some bars. I think this one was in D.C. This is a D.C. Uh, Spurs supporter bar, and they are reacting to the stoppage time goals. And then this uh, is this our, our, our researcher, Christian. This is from him. This was in uh, New York City. There's a great Cuban restaurant next, to, next door to this uh, place. It's called Flanders. 
And I went in there once to use the bathroom. I was waiting for a table, and I was wearing an mm. Arsenal kit, and the guy's like, no, no. Yeah, I was like, idea. oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot where I walked into. He still let me use it. You know what I like about Ansh? Um, the rhetoric that he's brought to, to Spurs and the way that he speaks, it's this air of positivity, mm. encouragement, and it's healthy. And I think... Spurs needed that transparency in the way that somebody leads them, a good man manager that helps guide the club in the right direction. Because definitely Conte was not that. Mm. And with Mourinho, there was, there was a different attitude, almost like a holier than thou. I'm better than you, and so the club has to go in this direction. But Ange Pasakoglu has brought a dose of humility to the way that Spurs carry themselves and it has helped them. And there's a good aura. There's a good... His ethos has been very contagious around Spurs. And I really like that. I think that's what we needed to see. Along with the style of play and the player selection. So Anjpas Kaglu has not missed. And you talked about Richarlison. Not a, a player that I typically like, but in terms of a human story and some of the things that he's dealing with, the demons that he has, that he has... I'm, I couldn't be happier mm-hmm. for a player who to find that joy again and come up with a massive goal. And he's Absolutely. been a ghost for Tottenham. He hasn't been impactful. Did you and see now Son this at good... the end of the game, like pushing him mm-hmm. forward so he could That's celebrate with it? That's that, a that was beautiful to me. That was that that made me emotional to see. But yeah, I mean, it has been it's been a difficult week for him, and we've talked about how how much credit we give him for being so vocal about his his mental health struggles. And so that moment was was really lovely. But I think it it does to your point, Nico, kind of stem from the atmosphere that. Anj Postacoglu has curated at this at this club. He's, he's real. He's Kept real. He's candid. so real. It's been that way so his whole real. career. No I one think, believed in him in Australia. You know, he had Roar Salona. He played in, he coached incredibly well at uh, Brisbane Roar. They were balling, and every time they've been telling him he's not good enough for the next job, and he's just proven him wrong. He's he has a an indifference to criticism, and that I think is something that Tottenham has desperately needed like you. in the past. Yeah, I mean, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, oh, my why did he laugh like that? Yo, it's why facts. did he laugh like that? It's That's facts. crazy. It's funny. Right. Why? Why? why are you laughing at the bus? You tell me what you're doing. There's going to be more players. There's going to be some more players talking to, to the psychiatrist that Richarlison's using. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Do you, oh my God. Uh, Anj Pastakoglu basically, he told Tottenham fans too that he didn't want them to temper their excitement. Do you, do you think that it's it warranted? It I know, but, but they're off to a great start. They have four wins and a loss to start this season. They're sitting on top of the table in second place right now. Like, I mean, is it, is it justified, the excitement? Because Ange was like, let him, let him go. They're like, he's like, yeah. Uh, 100%. Let them, let them be happy. You let Harry Kane go and you're putting performances uh, like that? Yeah. I want I want I want Tottenham as an Arsenal supporter I want Tottenham to come in with a lot of confidence to the North Line Derby next week. Okay. There's a good feeling at Spurs for there the first is. time. There is a very good feeling. Yeah, in a while. I'm happy. I'm happy for Spurs fans. All right guys, we are going to take a break. Ali Trost Martin will be back with some headlines when we return. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The return of the UEFA Champions League is here, and Paramount Plus is your home for complete coverage of the best club competition in the world. Kate Abdo, Thierry Henry, Jamie Carragher, and Micah Richards are back tomorrow. And for a limited time, you can sign up for Paramount Plus starting at just $2.50 a month for 12 months. This oh, offer ends oh, that's Wednesday. A steal. That's Scan a that steal. QR code. Bro, sign that's, up. That's less than a bacon, egg, and cheese. Do you think I get this deal? I th- I'm pretty sure I'm paying full price. How much are people paying for their caramel, skinny, tall, latte, frappuccino? Th- oh, yeah, my coffee order is way spice latte. more expensive. Bro, <laughs> way more. You could give up one pumpkin spice latte for all the greatest games in the world? Come you guys, on. I spent $20 on a salad. Damn. Sweet green salad. I was like, what? But they put gold in it. <laughs> it's so good, but $20. It's, I know. I know. Well, good. They, you know what? It's the avocado. They put avocado they too much salad in it. They put too much green. You got to get balanced gotta, I need portion more of protein. Like I, said, I know. Salad so this salad. is a yeah, $2.50. <laughs> Can I get less salad than that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole bowl is yeah. green. You got to go, go to chop salad. That's what you got to go. I say. Break off that lettuce. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm, I'm a little bougie when it comes to my salad. Allie, have you ever spent $20 on a salad? All the time. Yep. See? Especially when I walk into an airport. It's just like I go blind, I open my wallet, and I spend more money than it I happens. do on a, on a normal day. Yep. But Raising Cane's, you're not going to spend $20 for Raising Cane's order. You're not. But, boy, are you going to be satisfied. Yeah. How much, oh, yeah. how much was it? It wasn't cheap. I won't say it was, like, cheap. But, like, we got the – it was a six tenders and fries – and the, the toast. Texas toast and coleslaw. Oh, wow, Ali And it's like in a box. Oh, I and I think it was I'm from like, the Midwest. Come on. It was under 20 bucks. I heard somebody's like... belly growling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, you'll love it. There's zero salad in it. You'll nice. love it. It's perfect yeah, balance. No lettuce inside. Delish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's dig into the headlines. The September international break is in the rearview mirror, but the fallout from last week's results are still being felt. The Paraguayan national team has fired head coach Guillermo Barroscaleto after Paraguay managed just one point from its first two Conmebol World. World Cup qualifiers. Scoloto took over Paraguay two years ago and produced just four wins in 17 matches in charge. The former MLS MVP with the Columbus crew joined Paraguay after being fired as head coach of the LA Galaxy after the 2020 season. And in other coaching news, French club Lyon has hired Italian World Cup hero Fabio Grosso after three months or three months after stepping down from newly promoted Frozenone. He spent two seasons as the player for Lyon from 07 to 09. The French Giants fired Laurent Blanc after a terrible start to the Ligue 1 season. Grosso recently left Frozenone after he guided the club to promotion in Syria. And in women's soccer news, the Spanish women's national team is set to announce a squad that will play in upcoming UEFA Nations League qualifiers, but they'll be without the 39 players who are continuing to boycott the program, demanding changes at the Spanish Federation. New Spain head coach Monse Tome was scheduled to announce her first roster in charge last Friday when 39 players, including 21 of the 23 of the team's World Cup uh, championship players, released a joint statement saying that they would not play for Spain until the Federation restructured. Spain is scheduled to play Nations League matches that will help determine if Spain qualifies for the Paris Olympics. 
and Midge Purse and M.A. Vignola have been called up for the U.S. Women's National Team camp ahead of their upcoming friendlies against South Africa. The two will serve as replacements for Rose Lavelle and Kelly O'Hara, who have been forced out due to slow recoveries from pre-existing injuries. Purse has scored three goals for Gotham FC this season, while Vignola is the third uncapped player in the U.S. Women's National Team squad. They'll take on South Africa on Thursday in Cincinnati in what will be Julie Ertz's final match with the national team. And in other American soccer news, U.S. soccer has unveiled plans to move their headquarters to Atlanta in conjunction with the construction of a designated national training center. Atlanta United owner Arthur Blank will contribute $50 million to the construction of the new facility, which will serve as home base for the 27 affiliated national teams. The exact location of the facility will be determined by January 2024. Chicago has served as home to U.S. Soccer's headquarters since 1991. All right, Charlie, moving after 30 years, what do you think about the uh, new location that's been selected? Time for a change. I, I love it. Atlanta, a lot more space. Uh, it's easier to get to, I think, than Chicago. The and weather. Yeah, you the weather. You can train year-round. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's fantastic. And it's probably going to be a, a state-of-the-art facility. So with Arthur Blank, king of Atlanta, uh, really backing this project, it, it's phenomenal. I'll go Arthur, man. Putting the money into U.S. soccer. The United States finally has a training center. Mm -hmm. Finally. Yeah. There was, we were the only top team in the world, I would say top 25, that didn't have a training center. If you look at the FIFA rankings, I would imagine every other country had a training center. Argentina had a training center, announced their training center in the U.S. before the U.S. had a training <laughs> yeah, center. That's true. And the fact that they were tying everybody to Chicago, I think this opens up the door for development and, and to have a base, more of an identity still, to have teams together. And, and, and see the work that everybody's putting in. The East Coast location, too, I think is key, too, because it's so much easier to get to, especially yes. if you are a player from Europe mm -hmm. or even the South America, Central America. Like it, it, makes it, it makes it so much more accessible. And I think that in itself is a, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. Absolutely. Know? I, I remember when I was a kid and then uh, as a young professional, the Home Depot Center in L.A. Yeah. It, it, making that trek... I mean, that, it was, as a young youth player, you're like, oh, this is cool, going to L.A. and the grid weather, and you're going on a five-hour flight. But imagine, as a, as a pro playing in Europe, making that 12-hour flight mm -hmm. from, Oof. I remember, yeah, it's from, from Paris, Charles de Gaulle to, to LAX, it was 12 hours. Oh. God, that's it. And you have oh. to, mostly everybody has to connect somewhere, right? If you yeah. want to make it all the way out well, to Atlanta's a LA. massive hub. That airport is ginormous uh, yeah, and yeah, if yeah. have you have Massive. you been to Atlanta United's training facility yes it's top-notch I mean phenomenal yeah it's a it's an absolutely pristine just facility everything is top of the line I mean so you have to imagine that it's it's gonna be pretty extraordinary how long until we have a national stadium I, I don't we think need I don't I don't think we'll have a national stadium because be nice. you, you want to be able to play in different parts of the country. So a, a home of US of the US men's national team and women's national no, team you want, would be a beautiful thing. But think think about access. People from who live in the West or Northwest to East or Northeast, Southeast, you want to be able to have every community be able to, to be a part of a U.S. Women's National Team game. You don't want to just have mm. one stadium. I feel like unless it's four points and the other team shows up with more fans than the US does. What do you mean? Right, because if you play Mexico, for example. Well, you're not going to play Mexico in California or 
right. Arizona or Texas. Right. Unless you're trying you to get you got to be smart about that. Unless yeah. you're trying to move them tickets. Hmm. Just having, I've, I, I when I've been to AFA, to Argentina's training facilities in Ezeiza, right outside of Buenos Aires, and there's a certain, there's, a, there's an air of an institution that the U.S. never had, where you can go and they've got different youth levels training there, where they've got the first team training there, and there's a seriousness in the air about the projects going forward, and not that the U.S. wasn't serious. There wasn't a place to see all of that come together. The camp was a hotel in a random city where the U.S. was playing their friendly, and now they can come in, camp, everybody seeing each other from the top person, the hierarchy, all the way to the bottom. You bring everything together in one spot, and that can only help solidify I mean, they, how important. They did at times, like IMG. So you had Bradenton, you had the residency program, you had you had a lot of teams going there to train. And then you had the Home Depot Center in LA. So you had youth national teams. But it wasn't had, yours. It, it wasn't. Uh, it was. Was it? it but IMG there wasn't was school, U.S. Wasn't soccer branding. Bradenton was a school that wasn't yours. Although residency, if you were going to school there, you. You, right. I'll, I'll, it was yours. But there wasn't U.S. soccer branding on it. It wasn't made for you. You didn't walk through the yeah. door and you were the most important person there. Here, it's, it's, it's for you. There's a, there's a campus for the national team. I think you're a, you're a little overhyping that. Like, okay, but, fair. But it, it is, it, I think it is going to be great to have all your, your new youth national team coaches and your full team coaches to be in one facility one so that the kids can, can look at the, the, the top pros and there's just more transparency and, and understanding. Yeah. Collaboration. I, it, feels, it feels like progress. Yes. And I think that's what we're all in agreement on. Facts. Big facts. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, uh, we are diving into a big match in the Bundesliga that we kept an eye on over the weekend. Bayern Munich taking on Leverkusen. Don't go anywhere. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back. Here's a look at the weekend results from the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich and Bayer Leverkusen split the points after a 2-2 draw on Friday. Freiburg lose to Borussia Dortmund 4-2. Mm. Leipzig get the 3-0 win over Augsburg. Leipzig's cooking. They are cooking. Wolfsburg 2-1 over Union Berlin. And Bochum and Frankfurt end in a 1-1 draw. So let's get into what I think we all considered probably the marquee matchup of the weekend. Oh, no doubt. The Bundesliga between Bayern Munich and Bayer Leverkusen, the team sitting one and two in the standings. I know we were very much looking forward to this one. It ends up in a in a 2-2 draw. So initial reactions to this, do you think, based on what we saw, 
Was that a fair result, Nico? I think it definitely was a fair result. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen shouldn't have waited for a 90th minute penalty kick to kind of bail them out. It was a soft penalty kick, but penalty kick nonetheless. I don't want to dwell on that. Uh, there were moments where they showed their composure. It took them 20 minutes to get into the game. And after 20 minutes, they were already down 1-0. I was super disappointed in that start by Bayer Leverkusen. It was it was poor. It wasn't reflective of the team that's been hyped to be that title contender alongside Bayern Munich. But they kept their composure, which was great to see. And they created opportunities when they played a much higher line and they didn't permit Bayern to come close to their goal. They were great. The center backs between Tapsoba and Kusunu alternating to, to bite and press in, in that midfield block where when Bayern was trying to come out of the back, it was sensational. Um, and then there were moments that they ended up receding into their own box. And Bayern just, it's very difficult to play against Bayern when you're so close to your own goal. Um, and Boniface had a couple opportunities too that maybe should have been goals and the scoreline would have been different. But overall, great game, fun to watch and fair result. I wonder, how do you think Boniface is going to react because some of the conversation, especially on Twitter afterwards, that maybe the opportunity was too big for him. That no, maybe it's one game. No. It's, it, but I will say, removing that, one, that's a question that I have for you guys, and I want to hear what your reaction is yeah. to that. But mm. also, we're asking Bayer Leverkusen, relatively an upstart, not necessarily the highest budgets in the world, going to Allianz, getting a draw out of that, even if it's the last that's second. A great that's point. A, that's a huge result. Yeah, great and they point. stay at the top of the table. So mm -hmm. if you are a Bayer Leverkusen fan, you kind of got out of a rough situation in probably the best result outside of a win. Mm -hmm. and, and to answer your question on Victor Boniface, this is his biggest match mm -hmm. yet for Bayern Leverkusen. It's probably the biggest match that you have as a player in Bundesliga when you play at Bayern Munich in terms of adversity. And, and Bayern Leverkusen had to suffer in this match. And I think Xabi Alonso is, looks at this match and says, we have what it takes to win the Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. If you can come mm -hmm. away and get a point on the road at Bayern Munich, Huge. stand toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, given that Victor Boniface did squander a couple of chances, but he was creating chances. And he was. He, he had he was. four of six successful dribbles, 1v1 dribbles, beating his player. He had two shots on goal out of his, out of his six, two others blocked. He had 40 touches. I like that he was trying to, to make the game. He wasn't afraid of the moment. So in terms of... Is it too big for him? No, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But he didn't have his best match. Right. And I do think he's going to learn from this match because this, this is a top, top team. This is a team that's one of the favorites for Champions League. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think for a Bayer Leverkusen side, the experience they gained and the confidence they gained coming out of this match is far more valuable than the, the actual point. What was it? We all, we all picked. One of us picked a draw. Who was it? I don't think it was me. Was it me? Was it you? Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I said 2-2. Two, two. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I, it, it just felt like Bayer Leverkusen was too soon, too fast for them to go to Allianz and get a win, but there were moments that they could have gone up. Florian Wirtz had a glorious opportunity, a great dribble. He just needed to slot it home with his left, and he missed by a little bit. It hit the post and, and, and bounced out. You know, they were. I think it's more of a learning experience at this point because they... Do they have what it takes? Absolutely, they have what it takes. But having what it takes is just so much. you got to get it done. Yeah. And, and there were moments that you said, mm, they maybe should have got it done. For example, 
Fringpunk did Alfonso Davies shut Fringpunk yeah. down. But the, the, but again, this is a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. They needed to have a match like this to let them know in, in internally that they can do they it. Can and and I also say if, if you look at this match, I mean, Harry Kane wasn't all that involved. And they, they gifted Bayern the first goal. Tapsoba, when he was coming out on that first sequence, he loses the ball. He's trying to dribble out of the back, mm -hmm. the center back. And then he's the one that heads it to Harry Kane on the corner. They yeah. gifted him the goal. And, and if you watch the first match of the season in Leverkusen and RB Leipzig, RB Leipzig was very unfortunate not to at least come away with the point, given the opportunities they had. Openda missed an open goal. Mm. So that's why I figured in this match, a draw would be fair and, and expected because they, they showed a lot of vulnerabilities against RB Leipzig. And RB Leipzig is a, as a, a team that's going to be competing for the Bundesliga title. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're a Leverkusen fan, you got punched in the face and you didn't fall. Didn't yes. Fall. At the end of the day, you walk away from that going, you know what? If we were on our, on our A game, we might win that at their house. Also, I'm questioning a little bit how much certainty Thomas Tuchel has in his squad going forward. Too many experiments. If you're putting Conrad Leimer as your right back, when you've got a Masrawi on your bench, for example, Pavard's gone. I don't know why Leimer as right back. It, worked I guess and it'll work most of the time in Bundesliga but then the Licht as a holding midfielder for when you brought him on eventually when they went up they switched to a three-man backline but there's just questions that I have about Bayern about Tuchel's certainty going was he, forward this do you squad. think he was thinking ahead to Champions League this no, week and not really. maybe wanting to try something new I mean he's got Manchester United at home yeah, I don't think he'll... What does that mean, Chuck? That sounded Easy loaded. game, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. We'll pile uh -huh. on. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be much more responsibility on Manchester United to come away with something yeah. other than Bayern. But I just, I'm, I'm not convinced by Bayern Do and you, Thomas at the would moment. You, would you still put them at sort of the top of the pecking order in Bundesliga? Are they the, the, the team yeah, to, to beat? Yes. But always. But you're just not you're not entirely convinced. There's yet. moments that I'm not entirely convinced by. Even with Harry, Harry I don't even Harry know. Harry Kane, Harry Kane has four, four goals in four games. I, I'm more convinced assist. of Xabi Alonso and in his understanding with his team, getting the most out of him than Thomas Tuchel. Okay, that's fair. Interesting. All right. It's just he takes out Joshua Kimmich. Kimmich wasn't happy. I'm just have more questions than answers okay. at this point. No, I think that's fair. All right. If you can we'll get the can answers, answer those. they're one of the best teams in the world. All right. Sounds good. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to dive into what ended up being a very one-sided Milan derby. Don't go anywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Well, what a game this is setting up to be. We've been at the San Siro for this match. There's nothing quite like it. Absolutely. Anything could happen. Fires through the penalty area. Comes to the back post. Di Marco. And it's Henry McIntyre. Listen to San Siro. Marcus Welcome back. Here's a look at the weekend of Serie A results. Oh, my goodness. In the Milan derby, Inter Milan win 5-1 over AC Milan. Juventus with a 3-1 win over Lazio. Genoa Napoli, a 2-2 drop. Look at that Roma Empoli Ooh. score. I wasn't watching, Nil. The moment my notifications wouldn't stop what? coming in, I was like, this can't be real. Absolutely Club ridiculous. Napoli. Okay, so let's uh, dive a little further into the Milan derby that we saw. <laughs> you guys look like you're up to no good right Charlie. now. Charlie's what is going on? Charlie needs sleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, when Alexis is telling you to mature, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on. Thick as thieves over there. Um, so both Inter and AC Milan headed into this one both perfect on the season. And we spoke on Friday about it, kind of talking about how this was going to be a, a big test for, for both teams and kind of see who was at the, the, the cream of the crop here. And it was, I mean, Inter absolutely owned. Mm, demolished. Owned this this match. And to be honest, I was a little surprised. I thought it was going to be a little bit more evenly matched than mm. it was. But you look at the some of the performance, like Henrik Bakhtarian, two goals and an assist from this guy. I mean, they they just absolutely wiped the floor with, with AC Milan. What was your takeaway? Where, where did they win this <clears throat> game for you, Charlie? In the midfield. And Marcus Taram is what a signing because of his movement. And they got him for free. <laughs> Remember we said we said when he hits his when he hits his stride, they're going to be look dangerous. At, look at this one v one. We saw it live. That's a missile, Yeesh. a missile in the top bins. I mean, this Inter Milan side, they they can concede <laughs> possession. They are so well organized. They just showed they they are the cream of the crop in Syria. They are that good and unbeaten. Their their back line with Bastoni, De Vrij, I mean Damian. In, in, you can't penetrate it. They, they're so compact and they're direct. That's what makes them so good. Yeah, it was. Nico, were you surprised at this result, or did I'm you see this? I'm surprised that it got did out of hand so suddenly in the second half. Yeah. When Leao gets the goal back, you're okay. We've got a game in our hands, and then Inter just kind of shoved it down their throat, and it was. I wasn't expecting Milan to crumple like that. Almost. I think if they play again, I don't think it would be. I don't, I don't think four-goal difference is a difference between Inter and Milan right now. But Inter played with bite. The way that they were trying to contain the wingers, not let them play wide, especially Rafa Leao, shut him down quickly to just bite at, at, at his heels. And Force, forcing everyone inside. Yeah. Marco was yeah. going up and down, getting on the ball. It was very well and, done. And it was just fantastic team defending. And they forced Milan to play a little bit uncharacteristic, not allowing them mm -hmm. to play their strengths, and Milan just crumbled. Yeah. And yeah. He, Dumfries had a great game as well. I mean, Dumfries is one of those players where you just look at it and you're like, 
his ability to get forward, but then be able to track back as quickly as he does, be influential in the final third, but just be as good defensively is absolutely impressive. You know, we talked about before this game happened, you know, the offensive attack of an AC Milan versus the defensive prowess of an Inter Milan, which one would win out. I agree with you. I don't think that the four goal lagoon between the two, I don't think that exists. I don't think that's real. But it's like, man, you know, you have these big derbies. One team doesn't show up and the other one is on, is on their A game. And it just looks absolutely embarrassing, especially when the team starts to look a little bit more be- a little bit better when Christian uh, Pulisic comes off the pitch. Just a little bit. <laughs> I think that's just more anecdotal than I hope the so. reality. I hope so. In a derby, it's, it's different. It's difficult, I think, to make that harsh of a conclusion or a speculation. I don't think you were saying anything stronger than it's just yeah well on friday charlie did a deep dive on christian pulisic and why he has been successful with ac milan so i'm i'm curious to get your take on his on his performance in yeah. this one it, it wasn't a good performance mm-hmm. i mean he, he was subbed off in the 50 56th minute and that was due to DiMarco and bastoni how they were able to just neutralize christian not give him space not give him time not allow him to get into those 1v1 situations, force him inside where they had more numbers, more help. And he just found it really difficult to get on the ball and to, 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 to take on players, to connect passes. They were super physical with him. And because of that, he just never got into a rhythm. Is that still the way to defend him is to just basically like hack a Pulisic, you know? Well, it, play it's, him tough. It, it's not only that, it's also forcing him inside because the, when he feels he has to make the game and do more, it takes away from what he's so good at is playing off the ball, playing one touch, two touch, moving. When he's moving, that's when Christian Pulisic's at his best. When he's dribbling and has to take on more to create his own space and it's doing it in the midfield and not in the attacking third, that's when you start to see him lose the ball and, and also get punished physically. Some, some CONCACAF opponents actually have done that really well. I know. To, to neutralize Christian. They, they, they don't let him dribble. They don't let him have time on the ball. Doom, doom, doom. They make the game very staccato for him because it's start, stop, start, stop. Wow. Right? Oh, my god. That was an and awesome that, reference. Yeah. So it's... I didn't it's expect it either. It's a musical reference. Yeah, it's yeah, not, no, I know. No, yeah. because when, when Christian is, 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 is free-flowing and he's able to combine, get going. And create a crescendo. A crescendo <laughs> of, of, of rhythm. He, it's a symphony. And then at the end of the day, when you Let stop. When you, <laughs> no, I'm in. Keep, no, keep, keep going. No, keep going. Six, this seven, eight. <laughs> okay, I'm done. But I'm done with being serious. It's, it's, it's difficult for him. Yeah. And, and that's what Inter did. Are AC Milan a better team than we saw against Inter? Tipitos. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. This was, this was a bad outing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Fair. And they're, 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 I think they needed this. It's a very new team. It's a very new squad, right? A lot of these guys haven't played that often together. They were doing great, and maybe this is a humble check to their season, and they gotta get right back up again. I like it. I'm trying to think of a musical reference, but nothing, <laughs> nothing's coming. We're gonna take a break. Um, we're gonna look at some more results from the weekend around Europe when we come back. Don't go anywhere. 